Welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. And welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we answer the question, how should I list my skills on my resume? What a tough question that a lot of job seekers come to me asking. So in this episode, we're going to cover what skills specifically to list, as well as how to list them on the resume. And to open up with a story here, I remember reviewing somebody's resume. It was a like a five-pager. I'm sure it was about five pages. And this person presented their resume with a nice, thick, meaty skills section at the very top, which ended up taking about half the length of the entire resume. And if you've ever played the game Where's Waldo when you were a kid or an adult, it's this game basically where you look and try to find kind of the needle in the haystack, which is Waldo and find him among just this huge mess. I felt like I was looking for Waldo in this resume, trying to find the key skills that this person was looking to portray for the jobs he's applying for. And where's Waldo? Where, like, where, where is he? Just a really tough thing to do. We're going to be combating that. We're going to be doing the opposite by taking you into some techniques that are going to help you get noticed and just to get a lot more targeted and specific with what you decide to include on your resume. But first, before we get into that, I just want to give a huge shout out to Asher from Washington, D.C., who won the Instagram follower challenge that we put up over the last few weeks. Congratulations and very excited to help you work on your resume. And thank you to everyone for participating. Just was really delighted by the level of engagement here and hope to connect with all of you on Instagram for more value and more content. Also want to thank people who have been giving the iTunes reviews or Apple reviews that we've been asking for. Big shout out to Job Searching in Jersey, who says, there's always something to perfect and learn during the job search process or to prepare for when you're not actively searching. This podcast provides lots of information and great guests. I highly recommend. Thank you so much to Job Searching in Jersey. And once again, congratulations to Asher for winning the Instagram free consultation raffle, which I'm really excited to do. Hopefully in the future as well, it will not be the last time we do promotions like this. All right. So answering the question, how should I list my skills on my resume? First, let's cover what skills to include on your resume before delving into the how. What skills to include? Okay. So going back to the where's Waldo analogy, where this person lists a bunch of things and a bunch of different skills that may not be relevant. Now, this is the opposite of where I'm trying to lead you right now. So in refining your skills that you decide to include within your resume, my number one piece of advice is don't just select the skills that you've worked with in the past. Don't skill dump as we'll call it right now, but go for the strengths or choose the skills that are going to help propel your career forward. I've always been a big proponent of being forward-looking when it comes to writing your resume and including your skill section is no different. You really want to make sure that you're looking forward to the job postings that you are applying for and deciding to choose the right skills that are going to help make you the perfect match for that. In refining your skill set, I'll just give a quick throwback slash shout out to Arthur or Art Markman. He is a past podcast guest. And Art is a psychology professor at UT, the University of Texas at Austin, who wrote the book, Bring Your Brain to Work, Using Cognitive Science to Land a Job. 
or to get a job, do it well, and advance your career. And in this book and within our past podcast episode, Art talks about the fact that when companies are in filtering stages, when they are looking to screen candidates to quickly make decisions, they're not summing up the different parts of the resume. They're averaging those components of the resume. I'll say that again. When recruiters are within the filtering stages, they're not summing up the different components of your resume, all those awesome skills you have, but they are averaging all of those different skills. Now, this has huge implications for people who are writing their resume, especially as they are sending it off to hopefully get that initial interview. And I'll just say that I can't agree enough with the statement. And it's also just intuitive because we know from the data that people are spending six seconds or less looking at each person's resume within those initial stages. And if recruiters or companies are averaging up those components, whether it be your skills or your qualified experiences, then this means for the person that's including every single thing that they've done in the past, that this can actually hurt their chances of getting the interview. Because I would bet for that person that they're including things that are not directly relevant for the jobs that they're applying for, which is actually dragging the likelihood of them getting an interview down. So case in point, you want to cut and refine your skills section to make sure it is the top most relevant skills for the job posting that you're applying for. Now, how about that magic number? I think a lot of people try to get stuck on what number that they should choose. I do not believe that there is a magic number. I mean, if we're being honest, when I typically write resumes or when I used to write resumes, I didn't go above 10 skills because it started to look a little clunky and the resume just ended up being too long. But the most important thing, I mean, the number one deciding factor when I was choosing what skills to include was the collection of job postings that the candidate would give me or my client would give me before I wrote the resume. So one thing I would recommend for you who are sending out your resume, all of you who are sending out your resume to job postings and these companies out there is to categorize your job application into buckets. So these buckets are the different types of jobs you're applying for. So let's say I'm applying for a basketball coach position and I'm also applying for a sports announcer position. Go the sports route today. And what I'm doing is collecting all the different job postings, printing them out on a paper and separating them into two different buckets. So within these buckets, I will drop or write down the different keywords that I believe or I've actually seen within these job postings that I know people are going to use to search for me. So with that, you're going to get a lot of clarity on what to include on your resume. And you're going to get a lot of clarity on what you should probably cut from that resume skill section because those keywords are front and center. Don't just trust ATS scanning systems, the AI algorithms. They do not work perfectly. Instead, really trust your intuition here. Trust your own research on the types of jobs that you know you're applying for. So with that being said, let's say you are at the stage now where you've already divided your job search application into buckets. So you have two buckets and each bucket has a list of keywords that you think you should probably include in your resume. And of course, don't fudge this. Don't <laughs> include those skills on your resume if you don't actually have the skill set probably some funny stories that I could tell here. But the next thing you want to make sure you do is to integrate it within your resume tactfully. 
And this is where the magic of resume writing comes into play. There are two really easy ways to integrate skills I have off the top of my head. And the number one way is truthfully, it's very easy. It's having a skills section on your resume. I am a fan of this. And after talking with many recruiters, they tend to like it as well. Because what it does is it makes it really easy and obvious for someone who is scanning your resume really quickly to see what skill set you have. I always get the question, soft skills or hard skills? My answer, of course, is it depends on the nature of the position. Because if I'm applying to those sales positions, we'll probably tend to have some more soft skills. If I'm applying to a coding position, you better bet that I should have some hard skills on that resume there. So include those skills in a section. One quick tip or hack is to include the skill that is most relevant for the jobs you're applying for at the very top of that skill section. That way, people are more likely to read it just because as humans, we tend to read things top to bottom, left to right. This should help you out. And of course, making sure to keep this short and clean. When I wrote a lot of these skill sections on the resume, I still put focus into the design, even though it was really easy. So make sure you space things evenly if you're going to decide to put the spacers in between the keywords. And don't shrink it down to like size two font, like I've seen in some people do so they can cram more in their resume. Make sure that it's readable by not just the robots, but also by the humans who are ultimately going to bring you into an interview. Another place where you can actually include your skills is your professional experiences section. Now, a lot of people overlook this section and just say that, oh, you'll just include a list of the things that you've done before in the past. I believe that this section is a lot more than that because it is a chance for you to show why you're a qualified match for the position that you're applying for. So for instance, let's say I'm applying for a customer service position in which it's really important to have a particular piece of software or a knowledge of a piece of software. One thing that I might include within that bullet point under my professional experiences section, let's say I worked for Acme company between the years of 2018 and 2019, I might put a bullet point at the very top talking about how I used a piece of software to end up servicing X amount of customers on a weekly basis, thus decreasing the average time it took to process a customer. Kind of spitballing there, made that one at the top of my head, but you see the point. I included the skill, whether it's a hard skill or a soft skill, and showed how I made a difference for the company. This is something that every single job seeker can do, no matter what position you have been in or what industry you've been in. One more quick thing here, and this is going to be kind of fun, I think, but I'll just quickly talk about things generally that you should not include within your resume skills section or within your resume skills, any sort of listing. Some of these come from a balanced careers article that I really liked that I can't really agree enough with. The first thing in the article they mention is to not list skills that you don't have or not to exaggerate your skills. Absolutely. This seems like it's really obvious because you know you don't want to lie. People generally are honest but I think a lot of us feel the pressure to include things just because we know it's going to get us noticed because we're trying to do whatever we can. Believe me, you have other things to offer and there are other ways for you to get noticed besides exaggerating or straight up lying on your resume. I would never advocate for dishonesty, 
And just truth be told, it's going to get you in a lot of trouble when you show up to either the interview or even worse, the first day of work where they ask you to use your advanced Excel skills to come up with these crazy worksheets. Don't put yourself in that position just because it's going to come back to bite you. The other thing I would recommend coming from this list here is to stop using general or overused words. This is something that it's really tough for a lot of people because the creativity often runs out, but they talk about things like experienced or passionate or motivated. And although these are things that admittedly I've used every once in a while in a resume, I typically try to stay away from these words because I know that it tends to just be fluff. Unless you feel like it's something that's directly relevant and something that you can follow up with or speak to or get more specific, I think that there's a chance that you'll just get lost within the other sea of applicants who are including the same thing. So take those off and try to get as specific as possible to why you are the one that should be hired. Awesome. Hope you found this to be a useful episode, a short and concise episode to get you the answer that you want. My name is Chris Villanueva. I look forward to connecting with you on both Instagram and LinkedIn. For Instagram, we are at Career Warrior Podcast and LinkedIn. I am Chris Villanueva, CPRW. Would love to stay in touch and can't thank you enough for being a listener of this podcast. 